Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. I'm interested in buying this for sure, yeah. potentially yeah. this, but I'm trying to figure something else out about another guitar and that's what I want to do. Can you help wow. me? And he was like, wow. yes, of course. So I Absolutely. was kind of like, I was trying to do it quickly as well, right? <laughs> so I was trying... <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. a process to be enjoyed. You should like spend the whole life, like literally try I every guitar in the shop, get them to make I you know. coffee, bring you some pastries, think about, no, you're just like, I'm going in. I'm going yeah, in hard well, and we're you know, coming out with something. I only had two hours of the paint display. So, you know, that was part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a northerner. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Guitar Smarts podcast. We are back. It's been a while. Uh, Kieran and I have both had some holidays, some family holidays during the Easter break. Uh, and we've had a really busy schedule in our working lives as well. But we've back on the, uh, we're back on track recording and this is the first episode back after a little break. And this week, what are we talking about? Well, for the first time in a long time, I have bought some new guitars. So this week I am bringing you up to date and letting you know what those guitars are and talking about the process of buying them and where I went to get them and why I got them and trying them out and the experience that I had and uh, yeah I'm over the moon with both guitars and I can't wait for you to find out more about them. Uh, remember to come and follow us on our social media pages you can find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, those are the best places to chat to us as well so if you've got any ideas for podcasts or questions you want to ask come and reach out to us there uh, if you want to support the show the best thing you can do is leave us a rating and a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts but there are links on how to do that in the description below so have a look there and uh, if you did want to contribute to the running of the show you can maybe buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash guitar smarts uh, or you can have a look at our merchandise store over on Etsy which you can find a link to in the description below as well anyway since it's been a while let's get right back to it enough waffle from me here we go Let's get cracking then. Yeah, let's get cracking. How are you doing, mate? Are you well? It's been a month. It's been about a month. 8th of uh, April last time we recorded. 
It feels like longer, buddy. I've missed it so much. We've both been crazy yeah. busy with work stuff, stuff outside of work. Um, but yeah. since, but lo- lots, lots has happened. Lots has happened to catch <laughs> up on. Do you know what? I'm. Uh, you're going to have to keep me in check today because because I don't even know where to begin. But let's <laughs> let's let's start by the fact that you have a new backdrop behind you yeah, that I, I can see. And I know. I know. Can you believe it? Can you? But be- after everything we talked about, I still can't believe it. I'm still in shock. Um, yeah, I went out last weekend and bought two guitars. What, oh, what is going man. on in the world? I don't even want to. I don't. Even, do you know what? I don't even want to talk about it because I, I still feel really sick in my stomach. Like, because <laughs> uh, because I, I missed it. Right? I mi- yeah, I, 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 mi- I missed it. And we've spoken about for a number of months, probably your yeah. general aversion to guitar shops, of, of, <laughs> of which is completely irrational, makes no sense whatsoever, yeah. but but seems to be something that that that, that you're gonna you know. You were gonna, you were gonna require some deep therapy for. I genuinely didn't think yeah. I would see you in a guitar shop uh, this year, even though you said you were gonna buy a guitar this year to, to celebrate your, your, your milestone birthday. Mm. So I thought, okay, well, we had a date in the diary, which I was greatly looking forward to, and then selfishly, my my lovely wife decided to surprise me with a weekend away, uh, and of course, I'd forgotten to tell her about our planned guitar shop visit. And, uh, and, you know, got caught up with, with the fact that she, she was taking me away for, for a weekend and then realised that it clashed and then realised also <laughs> that, that we couldn't reschedule this because you had got yourself to a point where you were going to a guitar oh, yeah, shop. Exactly. And, and that in itself, right, I, we couldn't mess with that. So I had exactly. to just, I just had to let you go. I, I was just had to let you go of, on your own. I was riding a wave <sighs> of like, I'm going to do this. I you almost were, didn't. You I almost did you re- are you serious? Generally, really? drive on the drive from home no. to, to to Guitar Village, where I decided yeah, to yeah. go and do the shopping. I almost, I almost kind of went. Ah. Did you? Yeah, I almost did turned around and was like, "What was no, what was the emotion? What was it? Well, the, what was the what was the the, the thinking behind that? Do you, were you thinking? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What, what, what were you thinking? What, what, yeah, why? I just didn't know why? if I was doing the right thing. I didn't know because I knew I was going there to kind of, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like I'm just going to go and have a noodle around on some guitars i was you know i had a plan you know to get yeah, these guitars or did. at least their guitar um and i was just kind of i don't know i just just had apprehension about it i was kind of yeah. like what if i'm just doing this for the sake of doing it and right. i don't really you know am i really gonna connect with these <laughs> instruments and then i thought what if i really connect with them and then decide that i I can't, and then I feel even worse. It might not be worth doing this at all. You know what I mean? I had started getting this kind of unrational. I, I have no idea what you mean. Process. Literally, I, I have no I, idea. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot I of cannot relate to this. Like, What's it on about? Just go and buy a guitar. Exactly. Like but I'm very. I, I can't. Um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I struggle rationalising it because I'm kind of like, who, who needs guitars? I'm a guitarist, but I'm also. Why do I need guitars? I have guitars. Why do I need more? So this I'm is. Kind of, this this is true. I mean, this is true to a point, yeah. right? But but anyone that's heard you play will just go, "You deserve all the guitars in the world, mate. You're a monster." And <laughs> Thanks, and you're, and you're very very that. very humble with that. Far too humble with that. And if anyone yeah. deserves guitars, it's you. And you know, you're not you're not being you, you know you don't spend your money like uh, on a whim that often or on no. yourself that often. And no, I really don't. You know, 
know, you'd done your research, yeah. you'd figured out what you what you were looking to go and get. You were going to keep an open mind and you were going to try yeah. them out. And if they spoke to you, so anyway, you shouldn't well. I am glad you went through with it because what you have ended up with, buddy, is not one, but two guitars. Two guitars. Two wow. guitars, which I'm... Um, wow. I got I to take you through, you know, the story because I, it was I an interesting it. visit. I and I wasn't thing. there the for a huge amount of time. I was only there for just over an hour. I mean, I literally went in. Wow. I literally walked through the door and, and a guy said to me, you know, can I help you? And I was like, yes, I'm here to try <laughs> this and this and this out. Yeah. I'm interested in buying this for sure, yeah. potentially yeah. this, but I'm trying to figure something else out about another guitar and that's what I want to do. Can you help wow. me? And he was like, wow. yes, of course. So I Absolutely. was kind of like, I was trying to do it quickly as well. <laughs> Right. So I was trying. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. a process to be enjoyed. You should have, like spend the whole life, like literally try I every guitar in the shop, get them to make I you know. coffee, bring you some pastries, think about, no, you're just like, I'm going in. I'm going yeah, in hard well, and we're you know, coming out with something. I only had two hours on the paint display. So, you know, that was part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a northerner. Anyway. You are. Spend £1.60 on parking. I'm not spending any more than that. I'm going to go and spend a grand on guitars, two but I'm pound. not spending another 20p to, to take me up to three or four hours on the parking two meter. Pounds. Two pounds. Two hours across wow. the road. Jeez. Um, and and Farnham councillors, if you're listening, please get some kind of Ringo or, you know, a contactless parking situation yeah. going on. Nobody carries change anymore. Crikey. Yeah. Um, anyway, so went into the shop um, and, and for our listeners, if you look at our social media, there is a picture of me holding these two guitars that I've mm. purchased. But what I walked away with was um, number one was the guitar I've been, uh, I've been, I've been wanting for years now for about six mm. years. So I tried wow, this out in guitar, guitar years ago. Uh, and it was just when Lucy and I had had Daniel, our little boy. Um, and I kind of, I couldn't, she said even then she was like, buy it if you want it. Yeah. And, um, She's you know, great. I'm very, I've got, to say, I've, I've got to give credit to my wife here because I'm very lucky that I have a wife who's kind of like, you know, get things. You know, if you mm. if you think you deserve it, you deserve it. You work hard. You know, mm. I, I don't have that kind of, I don't have a wife who's kind of one in, one out. You know, you've got to yeah. stop buying things, you know. I'm very lucky like that. It's me that has the problem spending my money, you know. Um, <laughs> It's daft, isn't it? But anyway, so so she was kind of like, and I, th- I just thought, no, we've just had a child, you know. I don't want to go spending, you know, hundreds of pounds on a on a guitar. And um, uh, but I always still wanted it, and I and mm. I and I, I kind of went into Guitar Village and thought, this isn't the same. It's the same model guitar, but it's not that guitar, right? And we've spoken right. around that before, right? You yeah. know, guitars vary. That one may have spoken to you. If you yeah. would it still speak to you, if you tried it in a different exactly. store. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So fortunately, it was every bit as magic as really? the one that I tried out all that time ago. I mean, just a beautiful guitar to play. Um, stunning finish, mm. flawless, you know, in terms of its condition. Sounds fantastic. Sounds great acoustically, actually. Um, much easier to play than the look of it might suggest. You know, a guitar okay, with a big yeah. spear, quite yeah. a big body. Yeah. Um, still very comfortable and easy to play. Mm. And just sounds absolutely gorgeous. Those broad Tron pickups, which are meant to be like a filter Tron type yeah. pickup, but with a bit more of a humbuckery sound. Cool. Uh, just sounds so nice, so clear mm. and full. And uh, yeah, so I fell in love with it again immediately. Right? Brilliant. 
Um, but um, I wanted to do this experiment, which was I wanted to just try and understand because we again, this is something we've talked about a lot before about um, kind of the law of diminishing returns when you're spending more <laughs> on, on, on your instruments, right? Yeah. And um, I noticed whilst I was looking online before doing this visit that um, a guitar village have got a range of guitars in by Eastman, which um, kind of a lesser known brand. Uh, they make their guitars in Beijing, mm-hmm. um, but they're handmade by a small kind of crew of people. Um, so it's not kind of like your normal, you know, industrial production line. They're still handmade guitars, mm-hmm. taking benefit from, you know, the cost of manufacture out in Beijing, but still very well trained luthiers uh, and Eastman also have like a history and a heritage of making violins and that kind of instrument. Wow. So, so carved tops and um, you know, th- those kind of semi acoustic instruments are really their thing. Mm-hmm. And you can pick up one of their basic models for around a grand mm-hmm. um, and a couple of others that are um, relatively kind of cost effective, but still really beautiful guitars for about 1200, mm-hmm. which is basically double the price of that Gretsch. That Gretsch yeah. was like, just under 600 pounds. So I was kind of like, that, those are really beautiful guitars. I want to I want to go and feel and hear what 600 pounds extra feels like. I want exactly. to know if my money's better spent because considering, you know, it's just under a grand basically mm-hmm. is what I was looking to spend if mm-hmm. I was going to get two guitars. I was thinking it's not that big a jump for me to go to potentially get a good deal on something around 1200 quid. Is it really going to be worth it? Exactly, and I got to say, no. I mean, I mm-hmm. was, I was, I tried the Eastman out for about ten minutes, and I thought, I cannot feel six hundred pounds difference here between the Gretsch and the Eastman. But what I can tell you that was that blew me away about the Eastman is the fretwork on it. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was like, it wasn't like twenty-two frets; it was like twenty-two thin mirrors. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was the fretwork was stunning, mm. Mm. but the finish, the feel, the general kind of. Um, playability of it I honestly didn't really notice any difference between Mm. that and Mm. the Gretsch so I kind of thought either the Gretsch is really this good or this kind of price range in the market is really not worth looking at unless you're going a couple of grand upwards right I think you're right I think you're right I think it's it's uh, it's interesting isn't it it, 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 it is interesting. I mean, for one, it shows you... Uh, I was having this conversation with somebody else who's just starting out um, guitar. He's a, he's a, he's a drummer. Uh, and he's getting into, into, into bass and getting into guitar. Mm. And, he, and he was purchasing his first kind of instruments. And he, he ended up with um, a, a brand that we've spoken about on the show before, uh, Sire. So yeah. he, he bought himself um, one of the, the, the bases and, uh, and was looking at one of the, the acoustics as well. And he was like, I couldn't, couldn't believe the quality of what you can get nowadays for a modest mm. price. And, and mm. we had this whole conversation that you and I have had on the show. Um, I mean, I think that price point that you're, you're looking at, that five to six hundred pounds, so kind of what, around seven, eight hundred dollar mark. It's a real, it's a, it's a real sweet spot because that is definitely no longer a, a kind of cheap instrument. You can get guitars for much cheaper than that, but you know, you're making a compromise on elements of it. I don't think you're making any compromises in that price point anymore. 
And I mm. think then, then to, to, to go up to the next level where you're then starting to look at nitrocellulose finishes, you're starting to look at, you know, heavy hitting brands that command like a hefty price tag, like the Gibsons and things. And we've, we've chatted about whether they're, they're worth the price tag, but you know, you need to be spending a lot more. You need to be spending about three to four times more where you go, okay, this feels something different again and has another vibe to it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think you made the right call and, and Gretsch is a, Gretsch is a lovely name to have on the, on the headstock of your guitar. Right. I mean, yeah, as, as, as snobby, as snobby as it sounds, I've tried some of these Eastman's myself. Yeah. They're very well made. They're very nice guitars. Again, they're not cheap, but for the quality of woods they're using, the quality of finish that you're getting and the overall spec, you're getting a good amount of guitar for, for good money. But you know, not, not many people are going to, not that we care about this per se, but you know, if you can spend mm. 600 pounds less and get a Gretsch that you're incredibly happy with, I think that's, that's a, a, a better instrument perhaps to have in your collection. If you've made it this far, maybe you should subscribe to the Guitar Smarts podcast. Go and do that now. And then let's carry on as soon as you get back. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I'll, I'll sum it up for you. I don't think that that Eastman isn't worth the money you pay for it. Okay. But I think guitars are like the Gretsch around that £600 mark are really punching above their weight. Mm. I think that's really what, I'm not I'm not saying a £600 guitar and a £1,200 guitar, there aren't really any different. Um, I think that kind of, you know, sub £1,000 market is so fertile and rich with great guitars at the moment mm. from mm. people like Court and... Yeah. Gretsch and you know Gretsch do some very good expensive custom shop guitars oh, too they obviously do. but the, they do. that streamliner and electromatic range and mm. this is an electromatic that mm. I've got that's a really great range of guitars so mm. some mm. manufacturers are really knocking it out of the park in that range I think it's difficult for some other businesses to compete actually mm. if they're not as big and as kind of capable but um, I'd say you know if, if you're if, if you're listening to this go and check them out go and check out some of those Gretsch uh, streamliner and electromatic guitars I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at how good mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. for the money um, I mean there's some of the kind of 335 size guitars that they do in the streamliner range that are sub 500 pounds which are beautiful to look at and kind of like you know salt bar P90s nice. and uh, you know big speeds again and some really nice adornments it just they're just really making some lovely guitars mm. well worth a look but it didn't end there didn't so that's end guitar the number one that's, 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 guitar that's, number that's, one. that's dream, dream guitar number one of the last six years so, <laughs> so as, as, as well as not getting to join you on, on this my own fault entirely um I now long, longer know, have, uh, I, I don't have the pleasure now of being able to send you pictures of that guitar every time I see it in a guitar shop and, and, and taunt you with it because you've got it now, it's done. Yeah, so you're going to have to find something else to send you pictures of when I'm out yeah. and about. Um, but I'm really pleased you brought that one because I, I know beforehand we've been chatting on the messages before you went down there that day. And you did say, you know, I'm, I may just go for something completely different. I'm going to go and see what yeah. speaks to me. And and I thought, good for you. That's exactly the right way to do it. And and then a small part of me thought, but I do hope you end up getting that, that Gretsch and, and, and it speaks to you in the way that it did before. So, it, and it did. So that's, yeah. that's amazing. We're going to come, we're going to come back to it in a bit, but uh, okay. just because I want, I want to ask you about uh, some of the things uh, to do with, with setup and stuff, but let's go to the next guitar. You so, yeah. One. So I was kind of like, <laughs> 
it's just funny. This is this is the way this is this is this is the way guitarists think, right? So I was thinking to myself, this was when I was considering the Eastman, right? I was thinking, mm. do you know what? I could I could go to that. I could go for I could stretch for the Eastman around a grand if it really speaks to me. Mm. And if it doesn't, I'll just go for the Gretsch. And then in my mind, something went, well, if you go for the Gretsch, but you could afford the Eastman, what other guitars could you buy with the money left between how much the Gretsch costs and the Eastman costs? Yeah. So do you know what I mean? It started becoming yeah. like, it, it was kind of like a, it's a mathematical trick I played on myself to say, you've still got money to spend. Well, you know, yeah, it sounds like you had, right? It sounds like you'd mentally set yourself a budget of around £1,000. Basically. Right? Which yeah. was, um, and then with a kind of guide that said, if something really spoke to you, maybe we could stretch a couple of hundred more and that would, that would be okay. Yeah. Um, but the budget was a kind of around £1,000. Basically, so, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so then like, you have this yeah, 400 so pounds I, burning a hole in your pocket. That's right, exactly <laughs> that. So then I start looking through the website and like, I wonder if there's anything around, you know, two, 300 quid, maybe a little bit more, you know, that'll, that'll uh, take, take my fancy. And, um, and one really did a unique guitar, which mm. is, um, I, I love the, I love the Squire classic vibe range. That's been a really popular range for some time. Mm. Squire knocking it out of the park with that range of guitars. Um, if anything, some people are saying that the, the Squire Classic Vibe range is as good and as well built as basically any of Fender's Mexican guitars. Um, I believe that. Yeah. But unless it, you know, unless it was just a, unless you know, unless it was something unique, I'd never really been that interested in the Classic mm. Vibe range because they're just nice looking mm. um, standard models. But one of the things that Guitar Village had was this Classic Vibe FSR, so Fender Special run which basically means it's a model that never really existed mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a something that fender would have never really done this is meant to be like a fender special run of something cool. um and it is a 60s custom esquire mm-hmm. so fender obviously never made an esquire in the 60s but what this is basically is it's a it's the esquire so it's a single pickup Telecaster mm. style guitar, mm. just the bridge pickup, mm. but it's bound around the it's double bound that body, right? so yes. it looks so cool. <laughs> it really it's a does. Double bound body, uh, single pickup guitar, um, a laurel fingerboard, not a rosewood. Oh, okay. The yeah. Gretsch is laurel fingerboard as well. And I've got to say, yes. love. It's such a nice material mm. to play. It looks really nice as well, but it's just such a cool looking guitar. Such yeah, a great looking guitar. And I thought, I've got to try that because I do like a telly. I've not actually played that many tellies I've really loved. A mate mm. of mine, um, Owen Log, who's a great bass player um, and a good good friend, an old friend of mine from ACM, um, he owns the only Telecaster I've ever really fallen in love with, which is a Highway 1 Telecaster from, oh, yeah. about, must be from, from about 2003 when... Mm. That, that that run of Telecasters was out. Mm. And that was when Fender did a run of Telecasters that were US made, but um, they were very kind of cost effective. You could pick them up for about 500 quid, brand new. Wow. Uh, but they had a proper nitrocellulose finish, so they would wear down really easily. Um, and he had one that was a blonde body, um, maple neck. Mm-hmm. And and when I played it, he'd already he'd worn it down quite. So it was like playing a relic. Yeah. It was just a beautiful Telecaster. I even now to this day, I say to him, you know, if you ever want to sell that, mm-hmm. I will buy mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, I, I'll try this squire out in guitar village and i kind of thought if it feels as nice and nice to play as that does i'll 
I'll see if they'll do a deal. And clearly it did feel as oh. good to play. It was just fantastic. I didn't know how I'd like the single pickup, but it just rocks. I mean, it it's not it's not too bright, mm-hmm. and I like the wiring in it. So you still have a three-way switch. Right. Right. So in the bridge pickup position, you've got just the bridge pickup and the volume control. Mm-hmm. The tone is bypassed. In the middle pickup selection, the tone control comes into play. Okay. So you can kind of roll off the tone and then you can yeah. change between bridge and middle. And then in the front pickup position, it bypasses the tone control again, but this time it brings in a fixed value capacitor, okay. which is a tone capacitor. And then it, yeah. it's basically like having your tone all the way down, maybe even more. Actually, it's not a hugely usable That's clever. sound. So you have you have in effect got a few different sounds at the flick yeah, of the switch, but it's all uh, off one pickup. That's so. clever. That's really good. Yeah, and and I guess the thought the the thought is that the one of the reasons why people say they love single pickup instruments is that um, they're saying that obviously even if you don't have a neck pickup selected, that that magnet is still having an effect on mm. the strings, yeah. still pulling at the strings. So now they're saying you get the most out of your strings, you know, the vibration of the guitar of a single pickup instrument, because it's only the one pickup that's having effect on the strings mm. and that pickup's mm. always in play. Yeah. So, so, um, but anyway, I kind of, I tried it through a little Fender amp in the, and it just absolutely rocks. I mean, it's just <laughs> such a nice guitar to play. It's so comfy, lightweight, the neck on it's quite thin. It's probably the mm. thinnest neck of the guitars I've got. Mm. Um, I just thought this is just such a killer guitar. This is going to be so much fun. And then in my mind, I was like, Ooh, I can have a Strat. I've got a Les Paul, yeah, a little yeah. Telly. I've got the Gretsch <laughs> as well. And then I was, then I, then I was kind of like, right, we need to do a deal. Need to yes. get, need to get the price right. Yes. And, um, and see what, what they can do. And they did me a great deal. They, they met, met me where I wanted to be met. Um, That's and good. threw in about, actually, do you know what? Guitar Village, credit to them. They threw in about 70 quid's worth of stuff as well. Nice. Of, um, guitar on. stands and cables, stuff that's high margin for them. I'm sure it's not exactly. a huge cost, but exactly. to me as a purchaser, that's quite a lot of stuff. And, um, they price matched um, everywhere online that I found Great. that worked Good out man. cheaper. Um, they were so they were such a pleasure to deal to deal with in every way. Really, really courteous, helpful, um, and uh, you know I, I didn't want to go online and buy these guitars. Go and try them and just go. Well, I'll get them cheaper online because um, you know you want you want to support these shops that put For the sure. effort in and and you want to buy from people and not just from, you know, some kind of machine online that, you know, just automatically tells someone in a warehouse to ship something. And I um, agree. I'm so I mean, happy that got a great deal and still managed to support this great store. I'm so pleased they looked after you as well. It's a, it's a, it's a store I've used for, for, for many, many years. Um, but, um, you know, I think that is, that is the beauty of buying from any, any good guitar shop, right? Is one, it's an experience, right? You've got to get, you've been able to go in, you've been able to try different instruments, you've been able to make your selection in an informed way, compare and AB different guitars and go, is it, should I get this? Should I get that? Well, let me try it. You can't, you can't, you can't do that with an online purchase. You've got a, mm. you've got a returns window if you don't like it and you get it. And then if you like it, great, you keep it. If you don't, you, you return 
turn it. But there's, you, you can't you can't go okay. Well, I've I tried out three different, four different models of tellies, and mm-hmm. you know, but you can do that in a guitar shop. But then they will look after you in other ways, right? Um, yeah. By bundling in stuff, doing you a good deal, you can have a conversation with them. But it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a much richer experience and. Yeah. You know, when you're spending that kind of money on guitars, you want to be trying them out individually and making that 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 choice in that way. So, oh mate, that's that's awesome. That that, that telly yeah. just, I lo- I love it. I just love the look of it as well, man. It just, I don't know <laughs> what it is about it. It's just something that just says, you know, when you look at a guitar and you go, it's it's saying, pick me up and play. Me. Oh, it does yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I I, I I totally get it. It, it really does. It's it's yeah. just a cool little rock machine, you know. Something yeah. to pick up. Yeah. So simple. Um, it sounds great, um, but I can't wait to can't wait to gig them. I need to bring them down. Do you know what? We need to do a jam night. We've been talking another thing what? we haven't done. We need to go to the yeah. jam, don't we? Well, uh, friend of the show uh, and upcoming guest uh, Matthew Lake, who joined us for the day in the life of a guitar teacher episode. If yeah. you haven't listened to that one, listeners, go hey, check Matt. it out. Uh, he, he and I were messaging uh, just yesterday. And, um, uh, he, he said, when are you, when are you guys going to come to the jam night? He's like, we need to get you and Matt to the jam night. When is this happening? <laughs> so, so we're, we're getting, we're getting pressure now. We're getting pressure. Yeah. So yeah, we need to get that date in the diary. Let's so get we, that in the diary. Cause I, cause I'm eager to do that too. Yeah. Uh, Cause be basically cool. after this weekend, I have no gigs in the diary. So, okay. you know, jam nights are going to be the thing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. We need to get it, get it done. All right. Perfect. We'll do that. You can bring yeah. both your, you can bring both, both your new guitars. Hang on. <laughs> Come on, steady on. <laughs> Not Joe Bonamassa. Just turn up with a flight case of guitars. Oh, I know. I'm here to play. Yeah, I know. Brilliant, brilliant. So, in terms of um, in terms of setup and things, um, you know, what what was your experience trying out the guitars there? I mean. You know, um, yeah. and, and these and these two, any tweaks, any adjustments you want to make to them? Anything so I've that already set up the Telecaster. Um, yeah. I've already done the eight steps, you know, that we've oh, spoken about man. previously. Um, it, the, the Telecaster came with nines on it, and they were pretty old, I think. Um, trying it, that was the only thing when I was trying it out. I was kind of like, not mm. particularly comfortable with the strings, but I love in general how the guitar feels. So when I got the guitar home... Um, I put a new set of Ernie Ball 10s on it. Um, mm. I cleaned the frets and um, oiled the fretboard. It just, it just did everything, basically. You know, check the check the height of the string. The, the, mm. the action on it is beautiful. I may, if, if I do kind of um, catch up with you at a jam, I'll bring it. I may want your opinion on the nut height. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of me feels like the nut might be ever so slightly too high. Okay. Um, but I don't really know. I, I'm not confident enough in adjusting that myself. Um, okay, I can give you a might, tip on how to how to check that in a second. Yeah, that'd be cool. You could give us a tip because uh, it, it's not, it's not I, I don't think it's ruining any playability, but I'm just, mm. just curious as to whether or not um, it might be a bit high around the first fret. Mm. Um but um, after after doing that kind of basic setup on it, a new set of strings, you know, oil the fretboard, give it a good polish, and and checked everything over. It just it's just sublime. Just feels yeah. so great to play. The Gretsch, um, I haven't set up yet, but again, feels really, really just beautiful to play straight out mm-hmm. out of the box. Um, the setup on it out of the box is is wonderful in terms of the action, the intonation. Great. Um, the tuning stability on it is not perfect 
when I change the strings, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll um, obviously when I clean the fretboard and which I'll probably do tonight, um, I'll be, you know, lubricating all the contact points. That's it. But I think that's also part of the fact that it's a Bigsby, right? Exactly. It's exactly. a Bigsby guitar. I'm always going to have a little bit of tuning stability issues because of yeah. that type of um, tremolo system. Um but I don't really care, you know. I mean, that's yeah. it's, a, it's, a it's got a Bigsby on it. It's got a Bigsby. I've got a guitar with a Bigsby on it. And you need to start so shopping cool. at Waitrose now. That's uh, that's true. You know, actually, you're, yeah. you're in that you're in that oh. league. And only only uh, only yeah. the elite aristocrats with guitars with Bigsby's on that. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I don't have a guitar with a Bigsby on it now. What this is insane. It is um, insane. Yeah. So yeah, tuning stability, yeah, to any guitar with a trem to some extent, but <clears throat> exactly as you said, um, uh, make sure you you get that locking uh, winding on the mm. on the string uh, peg, uh, tuning peg, um, and generally speaking, when they string them up at the factory, they don't they don't do that. They just you know yeah. string them string them through and wind it on. Yeah. So you know properly um, <clears throat> making sure that that string is is locked off um, through the kind mm. of knotting technique that you can use at the at the, the tuning peg will help, and then mm. lubricate all of the the contact points as well, uh, including the up and where it where it passes over the bigsby and stuff and that that will massively help and stretch the strings and you should be fine um and then and then a, a, a checking that the nut is is cut correctly as well can also massively help with with tuning uh stability but the, the way i would check um say for example on your telly the the, the nut height so the nut height is is probably the second to last thing that I do on a on a on a more advanced setup. So you want to make sure that your overall action is is you're happy with at the at the bridge and the uh, amount of relief in the neck is exactly how you want it. Um, the last thing you would do is intonation right at the end when everything's done. But but once you're happy that the neck relief is right and the bridge action is how you want it to be, mm. uh, and your strings are all stretched in and everything, and before you do the intonation, then then you should check uh, what's what's going on at on, on at the nut. Um, and the the tip to check this, I mean, obviously you can use feeler gauges and you can measure against different guitars that you've got and you can see how high you like your action to be at the at the first fret. But the, the, the best the best tip that I've always used is if you um, hold down on each string separately at the at about the fourth fret. <clears throat> okay, so you're holding down at the fourth fret, and then what you're looking to do is you're looking to see how much of a gap there is now between the bottom of the string and the first fret. Okay. All right? Okay. So by pressing down at the fourth fret, that creates a very you know short, straight line of string mm. between the nut contact point and the f- contact point on the fourth fret. And what you should be looking for is absolutely the the the, the narrowest margin of of, of gap okay. at, the, at the at the first at the first fret. And you can you got to get your eye really close up, and you got to got to press down there on the fourth fret, and just you just want to see a little bit of um, bounce before it hits the okay. hits the first fret. If you if you can find that you've got like a you know half a mil up to like a one mil gap and you're pressing down and it's quite a way before you hit that first fret, your, your nut's cut way too high. Right. Okay. So uh, when I'm cutting a nut, that's my constant constant check. Um, is is um taking it out of the the nut slot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I'm lowering it with the right size uh, file for that particular string gauge in the nut slot. I'm creating a, a slight uh, back uh, slope as I'm cutting so that there's, yeah. so it crosses over like a pivot point on the nut rather than just sitting flat Got in it. the nut. Yeah. Uh, it creates like you create like another little break point in the, in the nut. And I'm keeping keeping the file very straight, um, so I'm not creating any grooves or ridges. It's it's one clean slot. But then I'm popping. Uh, I pop the string back into the nut slot, and I'm press. I press down on the fourth, and then just look at that first first fret. And and you, you'll get your eye in quite quickly for this, and you'll realise how much you need to. The the danger is is if if you're cutting those nut slots, just go little bit by little bit because if you go too far. Then you've yeah, then, you can't then, add the material back on. Well, you can, you can, and I've done it many times, but it's a pain in the <laughs> pain in the backside. So then, what you need to, to use is is some some bone nut dust and super glue, and that creates a kind of composite. I mean, this is this is this is standard prof- industry professional practice. It sounds like a bodge job, but it's not. Nut dust. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just realised what. I was <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull, out, pull out your nut dust and uh, and glue. So so that that's it. Just have a just to do that and do do it on yeah. the sixth string. Do it on the you know all the way through from from your sixth string to your first string. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, on your thicker strings, you're going to want a little bit more of a gap and a little bit more of a play. Um, yeah, to to allow that thicker string to to reverberate without causing fret buzz, but you'll 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 be able to tell. You'll be able yeah. to tell if, yeah. if 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 you've got still quite a bit of travel before you hit that first fret when you're holding down at the fourth, then your then your nut slot's cut way too high. Cool. Okay, uh, I will can, do and that. Can come, and can come down. And I tell you what, it is one of the most satisfying things to do when you get that nut cut properly. Really? <clears throat> in in my honest opinion, it makes. <laughs> I know they, they, they all make a difference. The relief <laughs> and the transfer makes a difference. The bridge makes a difference. But you, I, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is you will be surprised because it doesn't just affect the playability at those first and second frets. It affects it all the way up to, I would say, around yeah. the seventh, eighth fret. I was going to say, because uh, I, I was thinking, is this affecting the intonation of the guitar? Because I've got further to press the string down effectively yes anyway yes. I'm, I'm, I'm actually by the time i'm fretting something at maybe the second or the third i'm actually bending the yes. string as well correct in one way so correct. vital to have that absolutely correct then i guess isn't it definitely okay. it just goes to show you doesn't it you, you can have a guitar that is i mean this wasn't an expensive guitar mm. this squire mm. telecaster mm. but you know with a really top setup on it, it, oh. it, it it's just you can turn uh, a guitar into a beast, can you? <laughs> com- completely. Somebody, somebody. I was having the same conversation with um, uh, Matt, the drummer from my uh, band, who's mm. who's also a really keen guitarist and yeah. likes collecting guitars and things as well. So, uh, and he was. We were uh, messaging each other backwards and forwards as we often do, and and he likes to look at guitars and stuff on eBay. Very similar mm. to conversations you and I have. And he's yeah. like, "What about this one? What about this one?" And he messaged me this picture of a guitar that was by his own admission, a really, really cheap, potentially nasty guitar, right? And he said, right. is this, he said on a scale of one to 10, you know, <laughs> well, one being terrible and 10 being, you know, amazing, is is, is this literally a minus five on, on the scale? And I was like, that, I was like, that, there are no bad guitars. There are just guitars that need a good setup and, yeah. some, and, and, and maybe some mods, but, you know, um, yeah. it's a massive oversimplification. Of course, there are some absolute dog turds out there, but, you know, because <laughs> the guitar he was, he was saying, he was just like, look, you can mod this, but you, yeah. you could mod that and, and set it up and it'll be absolutely fine. So, yeah. 
So, so the other thing I wanted to kind of just let you know is that I, I decided to retire the Les Paul after picking up these two guitars. What does that mean? So I, I'm not, I'm not going to gig it anymore. I'm not going to. Oh, I thought so, you were saying you're going to sell it. No, 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 no. no. It's way too. I mean, it was, I was going to say that was a. 21st birthday present from my from my mum and dad that is, right. I'll never get rid of that Les Paul right. uh, but I but I you know up until this weekend the only two guitars I had were mm. the Les Paul and the Strat mm. Mm. so I was always taking the Les Paul to gigs um, yeah. but I won't anymore I would don't I, what I will do though is it will get the setup of its life from you hopefully the next time it, it can yeah it's going to get it's going to get new pickups it's going to yeah. get a full new wiring harness yeah. uh, it's just going to get fitted out for retirement yeah. basically nice. <laughs> it's, I mean? it's ready to go to florida it's getting its hair done <laughs> it's getting a full bikini wax that's right. <laughs> it's going to the, to the tanning salon that's it's, it it's going to yeah. get it's going to get the kind of you know the retirement it deserves after yeah. <laughs> 20 hard years <laughs> of effort um but yeah, I'm probably not going to gig it again. It's going to be, you know, um, it's going to be admired and looked after. And I've got lots of cherished memories of playing that guitar. And of course, it's yeah. a very yeah. meaningful guitar to me sentimentally. So yeah. um, it's going to get yeah. looked after properly now. The Strat nice. really is probably still going to be the number one guitar, yeah. basically because it's so versatile. It's and the Strat. setup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got it set up with the humbucker in it. and, and you Oh, know, of course you have. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's so it's super versatile for for general gigging, yeah. um, but it's always going to be accompanied by either the Gretsch or, yeah. or the or the uh, the Telecaster for sure. The yeah, the Esquire, should I say? And Damien and I had this conversation uh, since our last recording, where I yeah. think we were talking about how many guitars do you need, or should you stop buying guitars? <laughs> yes, so, yeah. And, and he, and I, he and I were talking about it the other day, and uh, I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just had the, I just recorded this episode with uh, with about Oliver around how many guitars." you need and, and what do you really need to play uh, and he said you just need a strap with a humbucker in it and that's it and I was just like that's exactly the conclusion we had and literally it was just like yeah it's depressing isn't it it's like we buy yeah. all these guitars and lust after these £4,000 PRS and Luke guitars it's like yeah all, all, all you need is a strap with a humbucker in it and that's it yeah. that's the work that's the workhorse that's that the work is the workhorse isn't it that is literally is. you know it's that's that's the palette of almost every colour that's you know, it pretty that's much it. you can yeah. approximate everything with a strap yeah. and a humbucker yeah. yeah that's so true and when something breaks and when something goes wrong you just buy a like a two dollar part and fix it and you're off again it's, yeah. it's just it's yeah I might take the humbucker out of my strap put a single coil back in just so I can go out <laughs> and buy a, a new strap with a humbucker already in it <laughs> Yes. Hey, I don't know what's happened to you, but literally, it's like a new man. He's like, he's like talking about buying buying more guitars. Good. There is hope. There is hope that you and I will get to a guitar shop together at some yeah. point. And, and hey, here's uh, a question: yeah. If if you had to come along this weekend to do this yeah. guitar shopping, yeah, what would you have been looking at? What what would have uh, have you got anything in mind for your next I, guitar, or are you just kind of well? What would I be looking at? So you know, I've been coveting a a new acoustic for a while yeah and i still kind of am i mean having put the new set of strings and and mm. and, and things on on my 
beloved acoustic. Um, it, it's it's lovely, but so a part of me just wants to get a proper grown up acoustic guitar. That that is that is just something special. So I, I keep trying, but I've set a very high threshold and a very high benchmark for what will make me part with my cash. So yeah. I keep I keep I've been to Guitar Village two or three times and tried a bunch of different acoustics and mm, haven't quite quite found the one yet. So I'd, I'd, I'd do that for a bit, but. The good thing is, is I'm I'm busy with gigging at the moment, and mm-hmm. there is a definite correlation between uh, if I'm gigging, mm-hmm. then I am too busy thinking about learning songs and arrangements and being a good Boy Scout and band member, getting all my gear and stuff ready <laughs> for me to spend time yeah. coveting what I'm going to purchase. When I'm not gigging, that's where my my need to then have something guitar related goes to oh well, what can I go and buy and then just hang on my wall and, and never never gig so at the moment <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not hankering for anything except there is one there is one which is oh, and I, I and I said, yeah I I knew it. <laughs> but there is one there is always one I'm really I'm really digging the whole PRS thing at the moment I must say yeah. and um, there's the PRS. Uh, um, as Ezra Verde, I think is the finish and it's, it, but it's not necessarily the finish itself. It's the PRS SE, um, 2408. So it's the 24 frets, but it's got this eight, uh, like switching options, mm. um, for the, for the, for the pickups, which really appeals. And the, the, the thing that I've always, it's always been a bit of a bugbear with me on, on, not just PRSs, but any guitars with kind of coil splits or coil taps is when you um, have want to access those single coil type sounds from your your two humbucker setup, you have to pull one of the the, the, the tone pots up. Yeah, and and I, and I just don't find that as usable a a kind of feature on a on a gigging instrument unless you kind of set set it like that at the beginning of a song. But I often find myself um, within songs, you know, just wanting to switch between you know a nice single coil sound for like the rhythm parts of it and then being able to quickly access a humbucker for like mm. a, a solo or something so um anyway this prs se 2408 has this switching options available as these two little dip switches little toggle switches on the mm. on the body very discreetly mm. placed so you don't need to be lifting up or pushing down a a, a, a kind of um uh, tone uh Pop, yeah, that's cool. Uh, knob, which is really cool. Um, but by all accounts, from those that have that have um, tried them and have and have reviewed them, they've said the way the wiring has been done on these, it, the, the single coils are really genuinely single coil sounds, as opposed Wrong. to that kind of approximation Thinned of a single. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, it, 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 it's proper mm. single coil sounds and proper humbucker sounds, and and it's a PRS with a very pretty, albeit veneered top. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of I kind of like the look of that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, what would I? I think it. I think I would probably be going to find another workhorse guitar. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I've bought lots of pretty guitars and lots of guitars that I just love, like noodling on at home, and are, mm. uh, are lovely to have as pieces of kind of wall art. But don't don't get gigged because yeah. they're either they're either one dimensional in what they do, um, or they're just too precious to me to take out and gig. So I would I would be looking to get something another workhorse guitar where I could just take it out every weekend and appreciate the versatility of it. So something like the the core. 
bought Fat Two stuff that's getting a lot of good airtime and press at Such the moment. Beautiful guitars as well. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, they're great looking guitars. The roasted maple neck, all the tonal mm. switching options, a good modding platform. I think something like that where I could genuinely yeah. just like just put it to work. Um, exactly, would, yeah. would would be what I'd be looking for. That would be the criteria. Whereas the a criteria, tool. a decent a tool. tool, I'd yeah, be looking, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Yeah, rather than just looking into a guitar shop in that kind of Wayne's World esque moment where you just look at it and just go, "Oh, that's so beautiful!" I just you know, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will be mine, which is you know, arguably what a lot of my guitar purchases have been based on previously. Which is, well, that just looks really, really stunning, and then yeah. you know, I'll make it play as nicely as it needs to, and I'll figure out how to use it in a gig on, yeah. on some songs or whatever. It'll be no. Does this guitar give me versatility to take it to a gig and and know that I've got everything there to to make it work for all the different songs in the set list? So yeah, that's uh, well, we, it's still going to happen, uh, Mister Oliver. It is still going to happen yes. this year, where you and I, in anger, are going to get to a guitar shop and we're going to watch each other spend modest sums of cash. <laughs> Exactly, and just just <laughs> just fight, fight. <laughs> uh, who can spend the most? You well, no, 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 no. Who can who can get the most value for money? Who, oh. who can who can spend the least? Like, yeah. yeah, it's a good. That's, that would be a good uh, a good little challenge. Maybe somebody could sponsor it for us. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be, well, I think after this, Guitar Village should sponsor it for us. Maybe. Blimey, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> a good more point. airtime than anything today. It's a good um, point. And rightly so, it's a great. I shot. was just going to say exactly the same thing. Rightly so, I had such a pleasant experience there. Um, and how can you not have a pleasant experience? I mean, it's uh, it's an old listed building that uh, that is beautiful, even if it was empty. You know, um, I think that's the great thing about that place. It's it's a joy to shop in that building, um, and some great players there as well. And mm. you know, everyone who worked there is clearly an enthusiast, um, not just somebody who you know has a Saturday job or something yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, it was a pleasure to go there, um, and I'm very grateful for it. Uh, but anyway, there we go. That's uh, hey, I'm so. So chuffed for you. Yeah. I genuinely am. Uh, as much as I'm gutted to have missed the experience, um, <laughs> we were in contact via text message, etc. Yeah, uh, no. While I was on my romantic weekend with my wife, like, who is it that you're messaging? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is this other woman? Uh, it's Matt, and he's in a yeah. guitar shop. It's yeah, where I should be right now. Living vicariously through me, yeah. even though we're on a nice weekend. Uh, but, but that picture that you posted. Uh, <clears throat> says it all you look ecstatically happy and rightly yeah, rightly so absolutely two, two beautiful guitars mate i can't <laughs> wait to hear them at the at the jam night and um Let's yeah. yeah, let's get to the jam in a couple of weeks' time and uh, and have some fun and uh, yeah, cool. mate. Well, we're cracking cracking a chat. Good to catch up with you after. I mean, yeah, yeah we left it too long, but we sometimes do. life gets in the way. People yeah. understand that, you know. They do. They um, do. But yeah, we'll, brilliant, we'll buddy. Be back soon. <laughs> we will be back soon. Back for another conversation um, very soon. And uh, and mate, have a cracking week until I see yeah. you the next time. And you, buddy, take care of yourself. Speak cool. to you soon, mate. All the best, Chief. I'll speak to. Bye, Matt. Ta-da, Matt. 
thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast it's really great to be back after a little break um, <clears throat> tell us what you think about Matt's new guitars uh, my new guitars um, in the comments or in Instagram or on Facebook come and tell us how your experiences have been buying new guitars and maybe tell us what new guitars you plan to buy in the future um, looking forward to uh, hearing from you and looking forward to getting the next show out to you as soon as possible until then have a great week Take care. Bye.